Hello everybody, welcome back to Moonlight Madness. I'm your host Blake, and I'm going to be telling you a scary quote-unquote horror story. Um, because uh, recently I changed, you know, I was originally kids-friendly, right? You know, kids and family, whatever, for young kids. And I told stories that may have not been appropriate for children. So then I changed my story um, genre to fiction. And, uh, well, I've been telling fictional stories. A lot of them have been for kids. So, um, this one will not be for kids. This is what I'm calling um, Something Lurks in the Shadows. This is not from Shadows Nightmares. This is actually just a story I wrote. It's also based on a dream I had, so. Yay! <laughs> Not really, that dream is horrifying. And I'm going to be trying to get into the mood of this. I am literally sitting with no lights on, but my phone. So if you hear me stop talking, it's probably because I tur- I'm freaking out and I turned the light on. In fact, I'm creeped out right now. The door's shut. And no one's really around right now, so I'm going to freak out. Alright, so anyway, I know what, I'm turning the light on, I'm scared already, and the podcast hasn't even started yet. Okay, this is getting, oh, what, one minute and thirty, okay. Alright, um, yeah, this is getting a little long. So, uh, sit back, relax, and prepare to be horrified as I tell you, something's in the dark. Hello everyone, my name is Ella. I am a 12-year-old girl, and I went to a summer camp, but it wasn't all fun and cheers, as it said on the magazine. It was horrifying. I'm going to tell you my experience. So, it start, the day it all started started like any other day at summer camp. It was the fourth of the day there, and I just got home writing a letter to her mom. Dear mom. It said, I'm having a great time here at summer camp. Thank you for sending me. I can't wait to come next year. Love, Ella. And then I licked a stamp and sent it to her. That's when, well, that's when Rose said, Hey, Ella. Yeah? We're going to that old abandoned bunk. You want to come? Okay, I said. Great, let's go. So I followed Rose to the old abandoned cabin. Now, there were rules. Don't go out at night. Don't go to the boys' camp across the river. Don't visit each other's cabins. And whatever you do, don't go to that bunk. Because it's abandoned. But we were 12-year-old girls and wanted to adventure to show that we were as good as the boys. Because then the boys said on the way there, you girls are afraid of cats. All these us guys aren't afraid to go and break a few rules. We had to show them that we weren't scared. So we went. We found skeletons. Multiple of them. And personal belongings. And boys that came with us to the camp. Mangled and eaten. Oh my gosh, I said. Let's let's go. Let's go, Rose said. 
Then we heard a noise. It was like a gurgled kind of roar, as if like a bear was drowning. We ran. We ran. We heard footpads hitting the dirt right behind us. I ran faster and faster and faster until I heard a ah. I turned around and realized Rose was no longer with me. The next day, the counselors, the counselors talked about all the disappearances that were happening that summer. They decided we should go home a day early. I was okay with that. So we went home, and my mom said, "Is everything all right?" Ella has disappeared, along with five other people. Oh no! Wait, wait. Do you know what happened? They haven't found anyone yet. No remains. No nothing. Well, don't worry. I'm sure they just wandered off. If she heard of that thing, she would know what I already knew. The beast had got them. There won't be any remains. Not even a bone. Not even a one hair. Nothing. I knew my best friend Ella would never be coming back, no matter how much I wished or how hard I prayed. She was gone, and she was gone forever. But I had to move on. So I decided that I would hit the hay early, knowing that beast couldn't get into my house. Or so I thought. As the lights went out, I yawned and fell asleep. <sighs> I held a wolf plush that's been with me ever since I was five. Close. The wolf's name was Wolfie, and he always made me feel safe. I think it's from my imagination. Because when I was younger, I had an encounter with the hellhound, and there was a white wolf that always visited me at night, and the white wolf fought against the hellhound, chasing it into the forest, but I never saw Wolfie after that. So this stuffed wolf toy of mine makes me keep Wolfie close to my heart, and sometimes I think the plush toy is Wolfie, but who's to say? And who's to know? <clears throat> so I held Wolfie close and said, "Good night, Wolfie. Keep me safe." And I curled up close. That's when something happened. I heard a. Has four paws hit the wooden floor of my room. Then, paws were on my bed. Then, a gurgling growl as if it was a bear drowning. I never saw the beast, and I didn't want to, but my eyes opened out of instinct. I realized then, it wasn't a bear. It was 
a deer-like corpse, so skinny and you could see the ribs showing. A deer skull with antlers and glowing yellow eyes. And its stomach seemed to be picked clean by vultures, leaving nothing but loose skin hanging from its ribs. I knew what this was. I had a Skiskatsi friend, and he said, those were known as skinwalkers. Ghosts that were technically deer animals. You heard of spirits, so that's technically what a skinwalker was. It was like a spirit of the dead deer that was hunted. It was old. It's actually a real legend. I just want to put that out. Alright, back to the story. I was breathing hard. I couldn't couldn't catch my breath. That's what I realized. My stuffed animal, Wolfie, was no longer beside me. I looked at the animal. It didn't seem threatening or even violent. It looked more confused and uh, curious. I knew skinwalkers were supposed to be evil, and I knew wendigos were crueler. That's why I heard the skinwalker do this. Oh no, help, help, ah! And the voice of my, my friend, Rose, I said, are you Rose? The skinwalker smiled and shook its head. You're, you're the one that got Rose. The skinwalker smiled again and nodded. Are you going to kill me? The skinwalker's grin faded almost instantly. And looked at me like, most likely, but I haven't decided yet. Then the skinwalker nodded. Which meant, yes, I will. And as the skinwalker came towards me, mouth open wide, hands outstretched, ready to attack me, a white wolf came flying in out of nowhere, jumped on the skinwalker, and bit it. It screamed with a gurgling kind of bear-like scream, and ran. The wolf looked at me. It had a scar down one face on one side of its face. Then I remembered, Wolfie was bit there by the hellhound. You're Wolfie. Wolfie nodded and licked me. The skinwalker was in my doorway. Wolfie did something I never thought a wolf could do. He spoke, he said, if I don't come back, remember me, please. And he ran off after the skinwalker. <laughs> that happened 25 years ago. But I remember it as if it was yesterday. <clears throat> I no longer leave my door open at night. I close and lock it. I shut my shades at night. And I never speak to anything. Ever. But every night. Every single night. Since that day, since that day, I hear the voice of my friend going, Why didn't you help? Why didn't you come? And then I hear her, Ah! Again. 
I know who that was. It wasn't my friend Rose. It's the Skinwalker. Waiting for me. Waiting for the one night. I'll step outside. To see if it's really her. I haven't seen Wolf in a long time. But. Just recently. Wolfie came to me. And said. Hi. Hello Wolfie. I give him a big hug. Are you okay? Yeah I'm fine don't worry. I'm glad you're here to save me. I'm glad I was too. But I'm gonna warn you. I may not come back. Why not? Don't get me wrong. I'll always be here when you need me. But I won't just come back to talk to you. Only when you need help. So I gave Wolfie a tight hug and kissed him on the forehead and would not let go. After an hour of him putting up my embrace, he nudged me and I let go. He said, it's time for me to go. Ella? Yes? Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being my daughter figure. And he hugged me this time. He gave the best hugs. And then he ran off. He said, I'm going to chase the skinwalker off now. So he'll no longer torment you. friend I could ever have. And with that, Wolfie ran off into the darkness. I haven't had any more disturbances with the Skinwalker or Hellhound since then. I don't know what happened. But I do know this. That Wolfie saved my life. If Wolfie wasn't there when he was, I would not be here. And that's what scares me is that Skinwalker may come back the one day when Wolfie's not around to save me. Thank you for the scare- listening to my scary story, everyone. I hope you liked it, and good night. And remember, look into the shadows, because this world, it's a strange one.